Hello, world, and welcome to another episode of Critical Hits, a foul mouth podcast where we talk about everything. I am your host, Red King, and with the always is Crimson and Krona Warden. There's a Yu-Gi-Oh card sitting on a bucket, and it distracted me. I'm sorry. <laughs> is it? What is? Nope. It is Dragon Ice. Well, uh, well, it is so. a blue dragon, just not that blue dragon. <laughs> neither Such white dragon. Neither is it uh, the Akira Toriyama blue dragon. Anyways, hi guys. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you for the distraction tonight. Shout out to Miss Walker Studios. You guys need to release Fantasia on something that is not Apple Arcade. Thank you. Hot diggity death. <laughs> uh, That's my tech talk, folks. That was a hot take. <laughs> uh, tonight, we are. This is the final round of Mythical Champ. It has come down to this. Yep, it is Phoenix versus Valkyrie. <laughs> That's the sound of a bird dying. Are you guys ready? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> yes. We are Critical Hit and Mythical Champions. Final starts now! All right, <laughs> that was totally the appropriate amount of <laughs> that was the appropriate of intensity for what's going on here. Uh, but before we begin, it is this is the first one of this year. Yes. Chrono, take it away with tech talk. So, answer fucking terrifying. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a good way to start and technically true. <laughs> so, scientists are specifically analyzing the way. Fire ants adapt to different circumstances because these are ants that will turn their bodies into a raft and put the queen in the middle, like super high up. That's so they don't care if some ants at the bottom drown. That's their job. <laughs> they that, will make bridges out of their own bodies. That is cool, but sadistic, but very cool <laughs> and terrifying. They're like link. up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Imagine you link cable sister. You know it. <laughs> if I, if For I, the queen. Now, if I see an ant raft, I'm just throwing a rock at it. <laughs> that would be the most piss ant move. You know yeah. the funny part? They'd still come back. If like form together, like you're so tough. Yep. He's got a boulder. <laughs> Get back together. Save the queen. Centurions, reform. Bite that fucker. <laughs> they right? come after me. And fire ant bites suck. Like it'll be like one of those situations where there's like a there's a hole next to me and I didn't realize it. <laughs> out goes fire ants. Right to the scrotum. <laughs> so I've never been bitten by fi fire ants. But my oldest son got really fucking close. <laughs> he, got, <laughs> he got so close. He's got the luck, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. So why so tell me tell me why you ain't <laughs> So the reason this segment specifically began with ants is because these people are studying microbots. Mm. Ant. I don't like where this is going. Ant bots. That's what well, I'm calling them for now. <laughs> effectively. They're basically using like different electrical signals or things like that to make these little robots form that kind of structure. Like they've subjected them to high heat because red ant or fire ants will change how they're shaped that if they run into a super high temperature. 
where again, a lot of them might die. But if you have a queen that can shit out a million babies in a week, a couple hundred thousand ain't that bad. Yes. So they're, it's essentially going to be like the motherfucker from Big Hero 6. Oh, the villain? The villain, yeah. Shigaraki? No, not... No, his he was uh the the Shikai or something. Yeah, yeah. Ah, damn the, it. The, the, the one have you ever seen the one with the fucking white fluffy like robot dude? Yeah, I fucking the, vaguely remember who you're talking about. Yeah, because there's a Disney movie based off of a comic, and the the like the Oh, the, you said yeah. Big Hero Six. I thought you fucking said my hero academia. <laughs> like, what the I've been thinking about it too, because it's it's coming back soon. <laughs> um But yes, Big Hero Six, yes. So the villain, he's got like the like the nanobot. He takes control that, of heroes microbots. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. So that like that would be cool and potentially I guess the start of an action Yo-kai. movie. <laughs> Yokai. That's what it if that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, no. That would be cool. That'd be amazing. <laughs> you want to know what? It's just one of those things cuz like maybe AI just makes thirsty fucking uh animu girls <laughs> like and out you, of and, and, and no, no, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I'm I'm trying to paint a picture. You just did. Crimson finished it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was just saying. Yeah, it was a stupid fucking picture. It turned into a fucking stupid picture with fucked up hands. Anywho, <laughs> it's like... Um, Not when they can reconfigure on the drop of a dime. <laughs> yep. That was what I was... That First, it's talking to your, your perfect anime waifu. Then they all start figuring out how to use them tiny bots. And then they start killing people. Because chat GPT <laughs> comes up with shit that i i'm like how we need uh <laughs> we need that one video in futurama where it says don't fuck robots <laughs> no dice <laughs> all right fry <laughs> do it me and fry <laughs> you would like the delta brainwave so you can become the savior against the brains Damn it. <laughs> now we are leaving again for no raisin i <laughs> dang it i believe that i have that special ability you are your own grandfather yeah <laughs> that also makes him your grandfather. That yeah, fuck that's you. Some devastating logistics. I do not need to uh, <laughs> even attempt to wrap my mind around. <laughs> so imagine, imagine the ability to have like. So I need a fucking chef's knife, nanobots. I mean, Shing. this is more for like you know. Oh, a bridge collapsed. Oh, yeah, I guess I guess that makes probably more tangible sense. <laughs> or a pipe burst. Oh, that's cool though. Cause I I work at a job that makes food product and sometimes we have pipe bursts. <laughs> yeah. And that would actually be useful. You would save so much product. It'd be like shut down the line, shoo, nanobots. They especially. might not even have to shut down the line. That is true. Especially if nanobots. they could sacrifice themselves to create like real-time welds well the point of the nanobots <laughs> is, is that they would just hold out until whether it be a robot worker or a human worker comes in and does the repair right so it's like ghost in the shell yeah fucking cool <laughs> so uh, <laughs> or a tank that can fit through like a very small opening Oh, <laughs> I mean, surprise! <laughs> Could you imagine that shit like nanobots that could form together into a fucking tank? 
<laughs> I can squeeze through like the crack in the door. Yeah. <laughs> Why oh, is damn. there a tank in my living room? Holy fuck. <laughs> is that a cardboard cutout of a tank? Three dimensional <laughs> profile. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. It's a <laughs> Yo, no, that would that would be pretty damn incredible. <laughs> like some sick shit where it's like small enough to be basically a sheet of paper. Yeah. Just because this is around actually along the happening ground. at Texas A&M University. Of course. Texas? Yeah. Oh, this shit. is America, baby. No, they got a <laughs> sick fucking uh, university. Well, yes, I'm sure they do, but you would have to rely on some uh, whole Americans to actually want to go through <laughs> instead of uh, instead of eating steak and looking at bikini-clad blonde girls. Wow. <laughs> you got two hands. <laughs> You right <laughs> solving equations because yeah the idea is is that like they can change fire ants will change based on heat light if they run into chemicals water things like that yep they're training these bots to do the same thing and they actually take different shapes like they subjected them to 120 degrees fahrenheit 175 would they help you smoke a brisket <laughs> you're you're being a ticket <laughs> i gotta stop i really gotta stop doing that <laughs> I come with these great technologies, and you're like, can it do this dumb task that I can already do? But I don't want to do it. <laughs> if I can have delicious smoked brisket. Go to a restaurant. <laughs> Whatever. Nobody makes good barbecue around here. We live in New York. <laughs> there's a few places that do good barbecue. Like way out. Like there's no. an hour and a half out. No. Well, uh, yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> I'm not trying to talk about specific, you know, restaurants. I don't want to give you any of you listeners an idea of where we're at. Especially if they live in Texas. Because <laughs> the show just kicked my ass. <laughs> Last week was the Italian. I just, oh, I yeah. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> now it's the Texans. Oh, boy. Well, so. they lost anyway, so. <gasps> Oh, wow. Yeah. That's rough. Rough, so, dude. The Italians and the Texans are going to have to fight to see who can come after us. So, so too bad you can't use microbots to repair that record, bitch. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> that would be a terrifying football game. Imagine you just tackle a dude, then he just melts into bots, eats you, and keeps going. <laughs> That'd be the fucked up thing. Is <laughs> Imagine worse off they weren't supposed to be there. Yeah, like not even get around you, just fucking kill you. You're gone. <laughs> Ref, is that a penalty? His knee didn't touch the ground. No. <laughs> He's not out. He got cut up like construction paper. Like he didn't grab your face mask or anything. No jersey, Avoids no face. the helmet. Yeah. All the clothing is just floating there for a second. And then falls Looney Tunes style. <laughs> Like, I see nothing wrong here. Furthermore, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm getting out of here before this gets out of here. It's head. good. I'm out. Because <laughs> the Terminator is apparently here. <laughs> the, Actually, that would be a sweet Blood Bowl team. <sighs> dude. Bunch yeah. of nanobot fucking, fucking robots. Yeah, dude. That game is fantastic. It, it, wait, is that is have they made any new ones? There. There was one released in like the early 2000 teens, I think, maybe 2015, because I have it on my Steam account. Shit, I need to I need to check that out actually. Um, 
but like the idea of like something like real time repairs, right? So like imagine if some catastrophic thing happened, like a like something collapsed. Like right. you know, street collapse, you know, maybe some fucking propane tank blew up in a house. <laughs> the state of Florida has another sinkhole open. <laughs> yep. The state of Florida still existing. Damn. <laughs> Nanobots takes care of And America's dick gets cut off. Yep. No, but that that is uh, I mean, like, that's amazing. So when when is the release date? When we- <laughs> oh my god. Since it's only in fucking testing phase, probably not for a while. Is it going to be before I die? Hopefully, possibly. <laughs> it might be right before you die. Because they're so they're figuring out what like polymers work best. So what? Could they fix me? So say say for example, <laughs> nothing. <can fix> you. <laughs> a lobotomy. <laughs> just to throw the whole fucking brain out. <laughs> Trying to cut all the fucking weird thirst and porn and well we could figure out if he actually has a trapped person in there (laughs) but like the actual me (laughs) actual crimson is just like oh my gosh i thought no one would ever find me i've got a lot of interesting nanobot ideas (laughs) i'm super good at math (laughs) this weird pervert's been stifling me (laughs) <laughs> when you put both hands on the calculator, it's amazing what happens. Golly. <laughs> I hate you guys. No, but I do have another uh, eventual weird science slash tech talk involving uh, proof of concept on uh, meat brains and computers together. What? You'll have to wait and find out. Damn it! That was, that was leaving them hanging. I, I like that. Uh, I like that little touch to the end of that. Good teaser. I hate you. It is the final round of Mythical Champion Tournament One. Yes. Yeah. Ex- expect more. There's going to be more. Just carnage, like is about to happen today. It's going to involve fire. It's gonna involve uh, maybe some. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of dead bird. I hope not. <laughs> so, if only you didn't have that uh, Achilles heel. Achilles feather. <laughs> well, you have heels. <laughs> yeah, true. They're little weird. Like bird so heels, does the Valkyrie probably. Yeah, but they're covered in iron. <laughs> I. Like as a brief aside, armor heels are an interesting thing. I didn't realize I was interested in. <laughs> now who's the thirst trap? Right? It's it, it's in weird spots. I know, but <laughs> armor heels like nice. <laughs> it's just stupid. Probably never even existed historically, <laughs> but probably not. They're a little. If you weren't practical. made of magic. It wouldn't even. <laughs> So that's um, what are you thinking about? <laughs> let's re. Yep, I'm just gonna skip right past it. Uh, let's reintroduce our combatants. We have the Phoenix, who um, previously triumphed over. Holy shit, Tsuchigumo. He actually took Tsuchigumo barely. Yes, he was. He was doing all right. He was doing all right. <laughs> and he also managed to take um, Lignaposh. Yes. 
Which that was, I think, the squarest victory I've had so far. <laughs> yeah. Valkyrie was uh a little bit more dominant in the in the victory department where it was not really a question as to it was a fucking hard fight for every one of my incompetence. <laughs> yeah, but Valkyrie came out against um Basilisk and 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 took that pretty handily. Yeah. And the next one was Oh, I keep thinking Mazakine, but you counterpicked. <laughs> yeah, I counterpicked for the fucking spider. <laughs> the first victory was against Gene, and yes. the second one was. Uh, why am I so forgetful? I'm an idiot. I was just so I, I literally just said it. Bracket went Medusa versus Jin slash Ifrit because that's what the Jin specifically you picked. Ifrit moved on. Yep. Valkyrie versus Basilisk. Valkyrie moved on, and then that was the beginning of the end. Yes. Yep. <laughs> After the bracket, the other bracket was Mazakine, who was picked to counter Valkyrie directly versus 60 foot long fucking kaiju spider. Yep. It was just a bad pick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect it. Right. <laughs> like, like, not for nothing. You're all like, I'm going to use tact and shit. And then suddenly it's just giant fucking spider. Right. What's your spec factor? Big ass spider. <laughs> Fucking hate it. <laughs> Whatever. And then oh. Phoenix came up against the Dragon of the Derry in Ireland. Yep. So far, listen, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a tough one. But I think I think I have strategies. I have strategies that, that might work. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a poll. <laughs> if you have to say it's gonna be a poll, it probably won't work. <laughs> well, I guess it depends. It depends. We'll see. Okay. So let me, because uh, I totally prepped this in advance, but switched the fucking tab to look up who was a villain in Big Hero 6. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> it was the professor. <laughs> so we are going to flip this fucking coin. Who is heads? Uh, I'll be, wait, who was heads last? I'll be heads. Fuck it. Okay, here we go. Here's take you for an ass, man. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Tails. Oh, okay, sure. Well, I'm going to pick to let him go first anyway. That was your second deferral. And? <laughs> the fucking... Can I use it for refusal? <laughs> deferral. Refusal. Okay. Counter! <laughs> and then we stop. <laughs> I'm like, bye guys. Anyway, boss monsters again, folks. Yep. It's still on the table. Anyways. Okay. If you're going to defer, I'm okay with that. I'll take it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of reintroduce some some abilities. Yeah, just take it from the damn top, because this is this is the crescendo of this uh series. Yes. And uh coincidentally our first um Series that we're gonna like conclude, yeah, actually conclude. Yes. So, just a reminder: a phoenix is a bird of mythical proportion, a firebird, more specifically. Not the hot car. chicken. <laughs> Not the car. <laughs> we 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 don't, we don't do that oh, here. Be <laughs> but that would be cool as hell, wouldn't it? Oh, um, I already have a pick for the next tournament. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. I'm ready to get into that. Anyways, um, so we're gonna start in in bird form 
um, the abilities that that the Phoenix carries, which is superhuman speed. This is technically both, but it, it's more so in bird form. Obviously, mm-hmm. you can always fly fast and you can run. Um, fire mimicry, pyrokinesis. It has hell and holy fire. Mm-hmm. It has immortality to a point. You can you can kill it, but it'll come back. Um, except for weakness. Anyways, <laughs> um, invulnerability again to a point. <laughs> um, superhuman strength. That's technically in in uh, human form. Healing tears. Healing factor. Um, nigh omnipotence. In parentheses, in some cases, pyroportation, <laughs> 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 um, chronokinesis, shape shifting, self resurrection, matter transmutation, and photokinesis. They also have, which is not listed on my fancy little sheet, but they also have chronokinesis. If I didn't already say you it, you did say it. I did. It was like second or third from. The I bottom. did. There it is. Um, so the superhuman strength, I will re- I will say, is relegated to human form. Um, and incineration touch, incineration touch, is left for human form. Can't do that in bird form. It's really kind of weird that possibly the best move, which is just like kind of instantly emulating something on touch, is a human form? No, nah, think about it. Hit him with the people's elbow and fly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Incineration people's elbow. Coolest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> From the top rope. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking dust. Kansas is dust in the wind. Starts yes. <laughs> so um, the the phoenix can also come in many different forms, but the the common form of a phoenix is a standard, about like hawkish size bird. Um, not big. It can be big firebird, which I'm just gonna throw it out there right now. This is this is it. This is the final. Yeah, I'm gonna say trans transformation option big firebird. <laughs> Okay. I look to the judge for this as well. <laughs> you know that kind of leaves you open. So if if you say if you're asking me for big firebird, yes. So big showy flaming bird. You understand that now he gets to pick an ultra, right? That's fine. That I think that's I think that's appropriate. Okay. So my ultra is transformation big showy firebird yeah so that's just a quick rundown i would i would have given you the awesome intro that i think i had when i first introduced the phoenix but you're gonna have to go back and watch that episode for that one listen we don't have video yet listen to that episode i thought you were telling me to listen i'm sorry that was intense You're up next. (laughs) I know. So, the Valkyrie once again donning her winged helmet. Brilliant white feathers flapping out behind her as she dons her iron armor, chainmail cloak. And the cake. (laughs) And the uh, armor heels. And the iron cake with the iron armored heels. (laughs) I'm (laughs) in. 
So they are masters of multiple different combat fighting styles, sword and shield, spear and shield, axe and shield, axe throwing, spear throwing, archery, all the good shit. Yes. If a Norseman picked it up, a Valkyrie has done it better. Yes. Man. The Valkyrie can always do it better. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Superhuman strength, endurance, speed, and skill. They're spirit beings that can become immaterial, incorporeal, and invisible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for this one, since the Phoenix is such a force of life and rejuvenation, I am focusing specifically on the role of a Valkyrie as a Reaper. Okay. Death magic. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. Now, Phoenix being what it is, not really the de soul ripping touch isn't going to do that thing. Right. But decay is a very prominent force. <sighs> yeah. And what can time not escape? A black hole, which is sort of the ultimate force of entropy, isn't it? Oh, shit. <laughs> is that the ultimate? That's the... The idea of entropy countering chronokinesis is going to be the thing. I do have a bit more to go into. Okay. Obviously, Valkyries always have some kind of companion. Mm -hmm. I went with the winged wolf last time, and that's what I'm sticking with this time, because it's fucking metal. <laughs> it, it is possibly the most metal thing ever. <laughs> that's a Metallica cover. Or like a Megadeth cover. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> you fucking badass Valkyrie with an axe and a shield on a winged wolf. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that, that's that's in my room somewhere. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but you have to remember one of the primary opponents of the Aesir, the Norse pantheon under Odin specifically, is Surtur and the Fire Giants. Oops. <laughs> So big fiery things are something that a, a Valkyrie is going to be able to handle fairly well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Definitely a thing that she would have experience dealing with. Yes. Okay. The tough thing also comes from the fact that there's fucking magic everywhere in Norse mythology. Yeah. So like in a situation where, you know, maybe it was some big fucking spider <laughs> whatever you know what I mean it'd be like oh my gosh a little too much magic happened and I got overwhelmed this motherfucker would be like okay and <laughs> so hold on I'm, I'm gonna say as a Valkyrie being a spiritual being I believe that hell or holy fire could potentially be a, a, a difference maker. They are meant to incinerate and or destroy spiritual beings specifically. Mm -hmm. Dark or light spiritual beings since a phoenix has both. So I'm going to go with the first line of defense for a phoenix in this fight, I believe, is its control over holy or hellfire. Not just regular fire. I believe if it was regular fire. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have bought the piss in, but <laughs> over pretty quick. <laughs> but I think with the sheer amount of fire that it can control, combined with the ability to 
hopefully damage spirits, I think that would be the first line of defense. So does Holy and Hellfire follow at least the same basic rules of fire? Can you snuff it out? You can. You could. Mm. So, so here's the thing. You would have to be able to snuff out a lot of it. You, not necessarily. It's only you need to keep enough away from you to protect yourself. Okay. Okay. That's a fair point. So, tactic number two. I've been thinking about this. So, a common tactic that a phoenix is known to use is a flaming dive bomb. Okay. <laughs> so, combined with superhuman speed, I believe that if a phoenix covered itself in holier hellfire and dive bombed. Okay. Is it making physical contact? It is. So, it's got a... Even if it lands the blow, it's still hitting iron. This is true, but the weakness it, it, it the weakness does take effect. But if not expressly hit by said iron thing, yes, it's affected, not killed. Okay. So if so, it can dive bomb and not get hit, I so believe do we have relative speed stats on the Phoenix. I think that would probably be the most important thing to know because. A lot of the swooping, if it's flying at the speed of like a regular, like if it's flying at the speed of a hawk. Well, I would assume it's faster <clears throat> than even a peregrine falcon dive bombing. Right. So that, that would be at least safe. So as for a, a relative speed for it, um, it's said to be the fastest creature to exist, but um, a phoenix can move way above the speed of light. Okay. So when it dive bombs, it dive bombs theoretically faster than something could comprehend. Light doesn't escape a black hole, though. This is true. Gravity is still a fucking huge factor here. This is true. And even if you make bodily contact and that hit, sword comes up. Even if the Valkyrie dies, too. Would the Valkyrie be able to comprehend it quick enough, though? I would argue... Okay. I would argue that. I mean, we are dealing with a magical being in the Valkyrie, but it seems like that would be a tough thing, right? Fucking something moving faster than the speed of light. And it's still got eyes, and the eyes work like eyes. Mm -hmm. I think the comprehension of the strike would be the toughest part. I do believe that there's a chance if you were already in your battle mode and you came out swinging, maybe you would be able to hit it, but that is a, that's a pretty fast creature to have to try to mm -hmm. counter. So I think that would be as far as a offensive move. I think that's probably the better thing that a Phoenix has in this case. Whereas a lot of like mass fire creation would probably be more defensive than anything. Mm -hmm. The other thing is like, we can't count on either of these creatures getting tired, right? No. No, they are, they are, aside from actually getting hit with something iron, that's the only thing that can really slow any, uh, slow a phoenix down at all. It is, okay, so that, that's another thing that's, so essentially they're, they're at the top of their game all day. 
they're tough. They're tough little creatures, man. <laughs> and same thing goes for the Valkyrie. Valkyries mm-hmm. at the top condition all day. Yes. The only thing that stops these two are physical injuries. Yes. <clears throat> Which I think battlefield awareness would be the tough part as far as facing a Valkyrie, because the, the other thing is giving opportunities for these things to happen, right? Mm-hmm. If a Valkyrie knows what's going on, there would, I think there would be a little bit more that a Phoenix would have to get through besides just, Hey, I'm going to choose to do this and it happens. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think that would be the tough part is kind of being able to catch a Valkyrie by surprise. But I think if you did it, I now, think now what does a Valkyrie do as far as like warding and like being able to control areas magically? So that's just it. They don't technically really control the battlefield. They use tactics and direction. They they like have that. probability magic, but that did we agree last time that it more works on um mortals influenced. They can use it on themselves, but not to the degree of like, you know, turning a whole battle. Right. They can't go they can affect like an individual at a time. Right. So I guess probability would I would I would frame it as something that a Valkyrie might be able to use on herself. As like kind of the idea is like uh saving throw with advantage. Yeah. Um the why you make me want to roll dice. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the Phoenix being able to, to move at the speed of, we're assuming the speed of fucking light. With, I'm gonna rule bird maneuverability. <laughs> it's not a situation where this motherfucker's cutting on a dime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this this thing can't stop and change direction and, like, do angular ping, ping, ping. Like, yeah. uh you know, get swooping. Yeah. So it would be, you'd have to swoop, loop, and swoop. Yeah, a miss would be a problem. Yeah, that would slow to, the whole thing way down. Yeah, you'd have, to, <laughs> you'd have to stop your dive bomb, pick up, and re-angle yourself. And I'm assuming that's not going to happen at light speed. No. Because no. you, in your words, said... Lightspeed dive bomb. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, though, if you if you choose and pick what you're going to do as a Phoenix and you set yourself up for it and just go, if you can set up a straight line, keep your distance, kind of play the field a little bit, and then dive bomb from there, I I think that would be probably the best option for using that tactic. It wouldn't be a situation where you would have to be you know, flying around and in the middle of something and then choose to do that, it wouldn't really work that way. <laughs> now, last time we spoke about the Phoenix, there was a question about its intelligence. It's, it is, it's equivalent to human intelligence. It's got, in bird form, it's got tiny brain, yes, but it is, it's also a mythical creature. So, right. you know, in the human form, it, it carries itself exactly like a human so mm-hmm. it at least has the ability to do that 
Right. So not a genius by any means. Right. So in bird form, it's not just acting like a hawk. Yeah. It yep. is showing a little bit of extra mm-hmm. ability to like think. Yes. Yes. Because I, I was I was thinking about that as like a super duper weakness, which, which would suck as if well, you were fucking bird brained. So it's <laughs> it's always on fire, right? Yes. So it can't hide really. No, no. The only way that it hides its true form is by turning into a human. Right. So it's not it's not a stealthy creature. (laughs) So in that case. So a Valkyrie using a bow from stealth can. If it hits, that's it. If it misses, dive bomb. Mm hmm. Yep. What are what are we talking about as far as senses? Does the Valkyrie or Phoenix have any special extrasensory perceptions? The the sensory perception is only that of like an animal would feel a human being or a a, a foe of some kind around. So it's heightened, not like otherworldly. Yeah, Valkyrie <laughs> doesn't like you don't break a twig a thousand miles away and they know you're there. Right. They have superhuman senses in the sense that they have better than perfect vision, better than perfect hearing. They can see in the dark. I mean, shit like that, but they're not. They don't have the ability to just like. They're not fucking Samurai Jack with the blindfold on. <laughs> yeah, that was, That's a good reference. <laughs> Okay, that that is actually an amazing reference. <laughs> that is fantastic. Like that. <laughs> Little feathers fluttering through the wind. <laughs> so I will say that the the other um, tactic I've considered is the ability to use pyroportation. So the idea is that you teleport, but in a big explosion of fire. Mm-hmm. So if a Valkyrie was to get close and the Phoenix had enough time to react and teleport in explosions of fire, it might not be, it's not like massive, but it might be ways to do bits of damage and still be dodging or even fake your own death. That's all. That is another option. I actually didn't really think about that. <laughs> so. so I will also say because of the immaterial thing, technically a Valkyrie can just chill in the ground until she's ready to strike or a tree. I did forget about that. <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a very tough one. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, that's, that's a whole ass thing. You could just get, you could shed your corporeal form as a means to dodge. Yeah. You could just thump and now you don't have a body for a, for a split second. Valkyrie's gear goes with them though. So yes. that doesn't. Yeah, that's problematic. <laughs> so that, that is the one thing. I mean, if a strike was made by a Phoenix on a Valkyrie and they just won't out of existence real quick and come back. That's a that's a pretty that's a devastating tactic <laughs> because we we all agreed that um they don't have any extra super special senses. Mm, so correct. neither opponent. Yeah, nobody's got the ability that oh I even though you're incorporeal I can still sense you. Yeah. So yep. the biggest thing that I would say a phoenix has over a valkyrie in this regard since invisibility even magically is kind of just manipulation of light. 
that tactic wouldn't really work. You can't be invisible if everything's on fire. Right. Because you're <laughs> going to see, like, the shimmers in the air and shit better. Yes, yes, that's fair. Um, So the, the major problem for me, like, you brought up distance fighting, and I think that would kind of be a scary thing because... Any iron at all is a weakness for the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So an iron-tipped arrow is a serious problem. But an iron-tipped arrow, we're going to assume that it is the, that a Valkyrie is capable of pulling the heaviest poundage bow that you can. Mm-hmm. It is far beyond something that a, that a very strong human could pull. Yeah. Yes. If you grab, like if you somehow manage to dis- disarm a Valkyrie of her bow... And you tried to pull it, it probably wouldn't move. And it, you know, an arrow flying only goes so fast. Even though it's probably the fastest arrow that has been shot, it's something that a bird could likely outrun if you didn't lead it right, which we already know. As a master of tactics, you're going to know how to lead a fucking target. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I will say, I think Valkyrie at best maybe gets three shots in a fight attacking from surprise. If she doesn't die from the dive bomb, she would probably try and line something up there. Right. And then maybe one more good shot after popping up out of the ground from immaterial. Right. Yeah. After that, it's not really a good tactic anymore. I don't think there's ever a time where uh, aside from a light speed dive bomb that a Phoenix goes head on against a Valkyrie. Mm. It's it's just not possible because yeah. it if you make one mistake and you come in contact with anything iron you're done like yep. your all of your healing factors are gone like your ability to even use fire is gone you know a lot of things go really badly <laughs> yeah, you touch you touch iron next thing you know you're just a bird yes um I will say that you know matter transmutation is a is an ability right. So to be able to kind of use things around you in unique types of ways, mm-hmm. you know, you, I know probably anybody listening who uh, potentially has watched full metal alchemist might be thinking that type of thing. I'm thinking of the ability to maybe reshape things as a defensive mechanism. Mm-hmm. You know, if you could encase yourself in something, even just to stifle a blow, just slow something down. Enough. Right. Yeah. And then strike from there. I think that is also another potential tactic. And we'll just go ahead and assume that matter transmutation is more than likely a human form thing. I'm going to assume touch is involved because most cases you can't transmute matter without coming into contact with it at first. Um, Now the human form. Arguably the the most dangerous physical damage weapon that the phoenix has is it being able to incinerate things on touch yes it's almost a no-go it almost doesn't work unless it's a full-on ambush yep so that's the thing is that you know i i molded over in my head as far as tactics go and as devastating as that is, it would have to be a situation where it's like, I got you by the arm and you didn't well, have armor on that arm. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? It's not a bad final move. 
but you've got to get chest or head. Because yeah. a Valkyrie would absolutely cut a limb off to save themselves and then kill you. Yeah. Or they'll kill you and then cut the limb off. Yeah. So I I do believe that there's there are situations where it does work. It is probably the most dangerous. Because an incineration, like it turn if you were swinging and you put an arm up with the incineration touch, you're gonna burn their hand off. Yeah. yeah. You know. It's not gonna it's not gonna travel. It's not like a necrotic attack. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is just turning something to ash as it touches you. Now, I will say that when it comes to the only weak points on a Valkyrie, potentially the most lethal spots to incinerate, um, if you can grab a Valkyrie by their uncovered face, mm-hmm. that would be that would be we will we will trust and say a <laughs> it's kill one shot. of those things where like um you wouldn't be able to like so the ambush would have to come from like diving out of a tree yeah crazy like that yeah you, you couldn't um, sneak up behind about you couldn't like oh sneak up on them or like lull them into a false sense of security because they'd be the type of motherfuckers who keep you at three foot like yeah that. yeah easy <laughs> Easy. You'd be like, why are you stepping stabbing. in on me? <laughs> Step back. <laughs> Perfect stabbing distance. Yep. <laughs> Hold on, let me measure this. Yep. You're good. Sir, you're too close. What do you mean? You're within spear strike. Back up. <laughs> yep. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> Three circles. Axe, sword, spear. Yep. <laughs> it's like punching axe, sword, spear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then arrow is like really fucking wide. <laughs> now the the thing is because I I also thought that chrono kinesis could be a, a good option, little time stop action, time stop, or even potentially if you use it in a unique way, you might be able to avoid getting stabbed by a sword by reversing its personal time to when it wasn't a sword. <laughs> So, so that's the thing is that they have they have intricate control over time. They can control either an entire moment in time, entire space in time, mm-hmm. or one singular thing. So it just turns into a, a lump of form. So does that affect magical weapons, though? So that's actually so second weakness besides iron is magic. So I'm going to go off of an assumption and say probably not. Okay. Um, so that might that that might then uh, kind of counteract that. My stupid ass almost said Hephaestus. I was like thinking like who would fucking forge uh, Valkyrie weapons, but that's the wrong pantheon. It's the dwarves. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> You should know this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh so therefore you would not be able to affect a weapon. So that's that was kind of uh that would was, be you rewind yourself. Yeah, you could rewind. If you're flying in and you did you did something stupid. You just hit the rewind and try it and how many times can you do that though because if like the Valkyrie lines up a strike, you rewind and she knows something happened. Because you rewound yourself. Yeah, she's going to see you go back. (laughs) So she then sets up something else in the way so that you have to either rewind time again and create a new tactical point she can observe. 
Yeah, I I don't think there's many times you would be able to use like that. the longer this battle goes, the more the Valkyrie's going to be able to adapt and everything. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the thing is that a long fight can't happen. If a long fight happens, then I think a Phoenix loses every time. Uh, yeah, because it's learning your opponent's weakness versus the Phoenix having a lot of time to try different shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I, I do believe that a power set of a Phoenix pretty much can get a whole utilized before it's over. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed a kill? Probably not, but I think that you could cycle through it. <laughs> Like you could, you could rewind yourself at least. I would, I would give it at least twice before something becomes a little too predictable. Right. You know, because that is not an instantaneous thing. You no. know, when you, when you rewind yourself, you can imagine at, at its absolute best at the same speed you initially did the action, you're mm -hmm. now going in reverse. You know, that's, you know, and that's if, we're, you know, a light speed dive bomb can, might be able to go back in light speed. But if you're just doing a roundabout and you rewind, <laughs> you know, that's a very predictable rewinding pattern. <laughs> so I think it's safe to say that, you know, you could get it a couple times, but after seeing it once, a Valkyrie would be like, okay, now, yeah. now you're going backwards. So I'm just going to shoot where you were. <laughs> so it becomes, I think that is the thing. I think if it becomes an endurance battle, I don't think it's working out for the Phoenix. Yeah. Endurance doesn't work. Um, trickery doesn't really work. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of kamikaze, man. Overwhelming, <laughs> like a complete overwhelming attack or just go for broke and mm -hmm. see if you both die. Yeah. Or go for broke and then now you've kind of lost a lot of your ability to heal and maybe you'll revive. But if you've been touched by iron, you probably won't. A lot of a lot of things go back. And there's nothing that really has said that it just bounces back. You know, I don't know if it's in a situation where they lose all of their abilities for good, if they will eventually die. And I think that more than likely is going to be the thing. They well, become mortal. So yeah. when they're struck with an iron weapon, do they sort of do that like disintegration -y thing? Yeah, when they're struck, if they're cut with an iron weapon, they're dead immediately. Mm. There's no there's no two ways about it. It's well, like, is it just like they just die or does their body turn into like ash? It's gone. Okay. Immediately. <laughs> so like, I in a lot of Phoenix mythology, it's they come back out of their own ashes. So even if they're killed with an iron weapon, I was wondering if eventually they so come back. So that's the thing is that their their immortality comes from their ability to come back from their ashes. However, the the iron counteracts that. Okay. The iron is a permanent death. If a, if a phoenix is killed by iron, they're dead for good. Um because in that moment before they were killed, they were rendered pretty much mortal. Mm -hmm. So none of their abilities kick in, therefore they're gone for good. Um, so that's the one thing is like, if you come in contact, like say you go to dive bomb and you just, it's just a near miss. And then you kind of brush up against an iron pauldron. You are now a mortal. Yeah. So you, even if you survive that particular moment, you're, you're pretty much dead. after that. <laughs> one strike and you're gone. <laughs> right. So 
that's the thing. It's a very it's it's an all or nothing type of type of game for the Phoenix is is what I'm realizing. Yeah, it's really that light speed dive bomb. Yeah, yep. You'd hope that. I mean, at the speed of light, it is. It's hard to counter, but. I mean, you might touch that fucking armor, dude. Yeah. Yeah. We could assume that if you're moving at the speed of light, you can comprehend thought at the speed of light. So maybe you're flying and you can adjust yourself and try to nail this bitch in the face. <laughs> There's still an iron helmet. Right. Like yeah. you go out the back of her head, you've touched an iron helmet. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, I would say that the, the only other tactic I could really see is the, is the pyroportation being... If not anything, a very good disorientation tactic mm -hmm. because it is still a very loud explosion. Right. You know, so it, even if you don't do enough to actually damage a Valkyrie, it will at least be disorientating to go try to take a swing at something and then just boom and, and it's gone. <laughs> or like you could pyro, use your pyro potato. The pyroportation. I can speak that's, English. That's a hard one. Isn't it? um, it's the alliteration in the middle of the word. Yep, yep. And you can like go behind her and it's like, ha, nothing personal, kid. And then you use the incineration. Oh my lord! <laughs> Chainmail cloak. Oh yeah. Shame. That's the thing. If if this was like Valkyrie profile, Valkyrie easy. Easy as pie. <laughs> a lot of exposed skin on that one. <laughs> no, this is not a JRPG Valkyrie. <laughs> Which is sad. This is a God of War Valkyrie. <laughs> so yeah, that, that becomes that becomes difficult, you know. Arm touch. <laughs> yep, arm touch. Thought touch. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And different kind of incineration in that case. <laughs> so I incineration think or Inseminate. <laughs> I was going for hot loins, but same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Indeed. It's the hot loins. <laughs> Gird them. <laughs> so it it is a battle of it's all tactics. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. there's no I don't think there's a definitive counter pick as far as, you know, an ability that's like, oh crap, that one. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think it all kind of comes down to tactics and, you know, how they're going to be able to utilize the abilities that they have, you know? So, I mean, here's the thing I will say. So you do the head decapitation, get touched by the iron helm. Then the winged wolf just eats you. I forgot about the winged wolf. <laughs> Avenge me. <laughs> I forgot about chicken that. chicken blew my head off. <laughs> I forgot about the winged wolf. That is that is true. <laughs> rawr, rawr, motherfucker. <laughs> so it's safe to say that we'd have to exterminate winged wolf first. Because anything that happens, that winged wolf is still going to be after you. Yep. Yeah. So that, that becomes it, a problem. That might be a... I mean, that'd be a vastly easier thing unless he, unless he put that fucker in armor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like fucking... Uh, what's that one from fucking... Battle Cat from Battle fucking He-Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. That new season is... <laughs> Oh, wait, is that new season out? I don't oh, know. Oh, shit. Time to watch. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that's the thing. Even if you do a light speed strike on the wolf first, your best tactic just got revealed. So if you target Valkyrie first, or if the wolf absorbs any blow, you leave yourself open to an attack. This is true. 
This is true. I mean, I think having a group definitely does make that more difficult. Um, the only thing is, though, Wolf is going to be susceptible to a lot more abilities than a Phoenix has. Yes. So maybe Phoenix overwhelms Wolf with a lot of fire. Well, like I said, with when Valkyrie went up against Basilisk and I used the boar. Death in battle is a huge honor in Norse culture. Yep. For you, for your companion. So even if you sacrifice your companion. It's not a bad thing. This is true. So maybe oh, it's a yep. diversion. <laughs> yep, I think it's roasted. <laughs> almost, I would say if you did a hundred, a hundred fights, then that wolf gets roasted almost every single time. Right. There's like three where it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but what, what do you get from that? <laughs> you know, how, how much time does that give you? So I think that's kind of the question. <laughs> yeah. And if it wasn't blazing like the sun, a wolf would certainly be able to sniff it out and point to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that you would need it, because it's, it's just as bright as day. It's just something like, oh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so I think it is time. We've given you everything we've got. Yep. The only thing I've got is a fucking verdict. <laughs> it is time. This is what this series has built up to. <laughs> can yeah. we can we take a moment and appreciate the uh, this is this is it. This is the swan song for the current uh, current heat <laughs> swan song. I, I mean, if we do enough of these, we could make a tournament of champions. We're definitely doing enough of these to do a tournament of champions. <laughs> yep. and we can bring back some of the losers too. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, the losers bracket. Yeah. Yeah. Double round robin. Ooh, I like that. Oh, my. That's sorry. We're planning your schedule. Oh, no, no. This is this is what I live for. <laughs> Least amount of work. I got to do the better. Oh, no. You're coming in on the next one. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, so here's the thing. It's official. Whoever, whoever wins this one. They go on to pick the next set of champions, and then we go up against the current judge, <laughs> and then you will be, or one of us will become the new judge. Okay. Okay. So, in, in this in this fight of uh, Phoenix versus Valkyrie, the Valkyrie wins. Ooh. The Valkyrie gets some new. Very pretty feather plumage. Um, <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> I think that there's enough. There, There is enough wild card shit that you could envision a Phoenix winning. I feel like this is like a 51-49. Yeah. The, surprisingly enough, yeah. I, I think after going back and forth, I think this was a very, this was a very close one. <laughs> the thing that saves Valkyrie is not being phased by magical shenanigans. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of shit that happens. Like, you know, we've seen every, cause both the Greek and the Norse Pantheon have roughly the same types of, <laughs> yeah, r roughly the same types of gods. So we're talking of gods that can move at the speed of light. Yeah. Or faster. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Cause Helios, uh, Mani and soul. Yep. 
Yep, and that is true. I, I, wolf. I, I, I don't think that a, the Valkyrie would be like basically a personal army if, if uh, that was a potential yeah, threat. Wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't be Odin's personal army if they could get fucking blasted by light speed shit. If, if that was the barometer, then pack it up. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not around to just be pretty. <laughs> Defend me against light speed assholes. <laughs> She's no, like, that's sure. A, that's a we'll fair argument. Out. That's a fair argument. Nope. I can't. I can't argue against that. I think. I think it was. You know, like you said, it was. It's kind of like one of those things where it's fifty-one forty-nine, and it's like there was a lot of. There's a lot of back and forth, and there's a lot of times where motherfuckers end up dead. Yeah, but I do think that wolf also made a pretty big difference because if you think about it as a sacrificial lamb. <laughs> It starts to become a lot more effective. (laughs) Right. Well, because that's the other thing. One of the best tactics the Phoenix would have to be just chill in, like, the line of sunlight, right? Mm -hmm. That's its only stealth. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) It was literally the right line of sunlight. Yep. You'd have to fly up and just stay there. Shit. (laughs) Shadows are moving. (laughs) High noon. Sweet. Yep. (coughs) If clouds pass... (laughs) Oh my word! <laughs> you <laughs> just <laughs> big bird-shaped fucking overcast <laughs> is the reason why he died. Yep, the solar eclipse. Like, oh my fucking days! <laughs> I'm so bright. <laughs> There's no hiding. You can't go into like a little cave or nothing. <clears throat> yeah. Why yep. is that cave on fire? <laughs> like, is someone in there? Are they toasting marshmallows? <laughs> you know, like even. Like, even something like Basilisk has the ability to sneak up on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. If if you're, <laughs> you know, if you have that inclination, <laughs> the Phoenix is just <laughs> so fucking big and bright. Like, so that was, that was a thing. And I think a lot of it is, like, mutually assured destruction. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I'm just going to toast you in, into, like, nothing. So what if you get me? This whole area is gonna get immolated. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I think that is that is a pretty big deal. Where it it's like, you know, again, even a dive bomb, we can argue that it would have to be the absolutely perfect scenario that you don't come in contact with iron and then get eaten by a wolf, or if you don't come in contact with iron and then slowly fester away and die anyways, you know? So I guess a kill for kill is not a point. You know what I mean? It's, it still ends up zero, zero. So if it comes to a point where, you know, the only victories come from the ones that are not a kill for kill. Yeah. I think it starts to, it starts to make more sense that a Valkyrie comes up on top. So that, that makes sense. Yep. To Valhalla once again. Hey, can we hot armor heels? Can we say technically the Phoenix goes too? Come on. Technically, yes, because they have a human form. You really think Odin wouldn't want a fucking Phoenix? That'd be the cool. Yeah, yeah. He just wants the coolest shit. So we're we're down for that. Like I got flying wolves, ravens, uh, that weird cow that we milk. It's technically a goat. Is how they get the mead for Valhalla. They milk a goat and get mead. That fucking wild. Yo, let let me in there. <laughs> Norse mythology is fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, this shit is wild and badass. <laughs> so, um, I mean, 
you can't get a higher accolade than winning the mythical champions bracket. That is that is amazing. Welcome, Valkyrie, as the first crowned Victorian of our mythical champions competition. Yep. You've earned it. You've killed a lot. <laughs> Take a break. <laughs> Eat some food. <laughs> um, get a new wolf because <laughs> that thing's dead. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I think we're gonna go with a horse this time. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We lost a boar and a wolf. It's the horse's turn. <laughs> oh shit. Yep. <laughs> and with that, we have reached the end. We are critical hit, and that was the conclusion of our first mythical champions. I'm not crying, you are. <laughs> terrible day for rain. <laughs> nice. That almost got me. <laughs> uh, find us wherever you find your favorite and only, to my knowledge, Mythical Champions podcast. Find us on Google, Apple, Spotify, our heart, I heart, I like our heart, and teaser. Find us on that that hot hot YouTube joint at uh, Crit Tube. <laughs> at YouTube John. <laughs> yeah. Find us on them them tweet Johns and uh, <laughs> Crit that official. Known as Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> that formerly known Johns. Uh, <laughs> new episodes every Friday. Until then. Do Val, does Valhalla have like sweet bath houses? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs>
They sell beef. <laughs> I'll bet. I'll bet. <laughs>